Yes, you're gonna have people turn their backs, but it's time for us to keep it real. Just keep talking that real, bro. Do what you do, I know what you do, so keep doing that. Talk the real. The HBI lads will see you now. See you now. I don't want to cause no problems. Mm-hmm. I just want to live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. HBO Podcast, health, business, and in between, and we are back. And yet again, it is a rapid fire session this morning. Well, it's morning for me still. I don't know about you boys out, out back in the outback over there in the east. Uh, but it's sunny out here. My dog is either trying to rank, rake up some rays or slowly kill himself with sun exposure. Who knows? But today... We're talking online. It's going to be a little ranty. So just to stay down, get ready. It's going to happen. But what we're talking about is communication online. And, you know, we're a massive proponents of good communication at HBI. Obviously, it is the integral part of all relationships, whether it's, you know, practitioner to patient, whether it's, you know, within the practice, whether it's external in your marketing. And obviously, as the online space increases and increases and, you know, COVID's been the thing that's pushed us even further down that pathway. There's been a lot more communication between, you know, other practitioners, other, both within your profession and across. And there is obviously a lot of movement towards, I guess, this sort of cancel or call out culture, which, of course, as the boys will talk about in a moment, has come in a wave, right? Like if we look back, I think about four or five years ago, it was really, really popular. And then everyone sort of got sick of it. And then, you know, as we see over the years, these things swing and roundabout and it's coming back again. And we just, I guess, want to have a quick talk about, you know, is it our best way moving forward? What's it actually doing? And, you know, if you're someone who's doing it, are you using your energy in the best way? So we all know who's waiting in the wings right here, who's ready. I'll be back. a little bit of a... Let me add him. <laughs> Let me add him. Around. Mr. Ben Humphreys. The froth in the Are mouth we over talk here. All things online. All right. There's some circumstances that happened over the last couple of weeks, as Nate said. There's it comes in swings and roundabouts, and you know, even like personally, it's, it's come for myself where I've gone through periods of my career or online fucking presence or whatever the fuck you want to call it, where you know you might be communicating things in a, as I would think, sort of negative sort of way or you or shining a positive light on some certain things and we all know that the clickbaity negative gossip rumors are always the shit that circulates best so a smart person might you know leverage that with their marketing promotion and you know talk about something controversial might call someone out for something thinking that you know the person is operating unethically or amorally or it just ends up you know butting up against someone's value system where you know that will get people up in arms in most cases however i'm not gonna name names or anything most people who follow me on instagram would have seen some stuff and did i go about things the right way probably not (laughs) my wife was at me for some of the things some of the ways i communicate online that might be perceived as you know oh well if you're gonna call out someone for something else and you're just sort of operating in the same light and acting as an online bully. So there's some, certainly some truth to that. And I, as I said, I can account for, like I, I relate it back to being a physio, a traditional physio versus being the physio I am now. I can sort of relate because I'm like, I tend to go through these trends and cycles like most people. So I can go, well, you know, 
even though I can't recall exactly how I was and how I thought back then, I did operate quite similarly. I used to be, you know, anyone who knows me might have sort of come across me in at the start for being very sort of opinionated and sort of controversial with the things I would say online and the, the content I would produce to the point where I thought my way was the only way and that if you don't operate like that, then you're operating unethically and you're not doing a really good service for your client. However, that's not the case. Nath just spat out a good quote before saying that I'm not even going to, I can butcher it or I'll get Nath to step in here and he can quickly explain. Look at that. He's timed that in perfectly. I was just saying, I'm assuming this is the one we we're just talking about before the idea that the most important thing is always individualizing value to a client, patient, or, you know, whatever, rather than individualizing your actual care. Uh, people care more about how what you do will help what they value rather than how you do some particular technique, uh, approach or anything like that. Like people couldn't give a shit. All they want is the improvement in their life. And if you're, you know, whether you're the pain scientist, dude, the movement specialist, the hands-on, the hands-off, as long as what that approach gives is their ability to, you know, do the things as my, again, uh, the man, the myth that is Martin Harvey chiropractor says that people see as their job to do, oh, almost dropped out a job to do, things they love to do or see as their identity. If you can help with those things, people are likely to see value in what you do. Yeah, agreed. And it's, it's who you, who you sort of, um, who's your audience, who are your clients, and you know, what are you trying to achieve? Now, often it's a practitioner to practitioner, B2B type situation where it's like, well, I do this technique and this technique, and I think this technique is better than your technique. And this is why I think this studies, literature, anecdotal, anecdotes, whatever it may be. But the client doesn't give a fuck. They, they come into you because they've got a problem. And they want you to help find a solution to their problem. And they've put their trust in you and their money. They put their money where their mouth is and they're booked in and they're seeing you and they go, well, me and I've come here with this low back problem. I heard you're the fucking man, the goat of my therapy. So if no one can help, if anyone can help me, it's Mina. So all they want to know is that, can this bloke help me out with my lower back pain? Mina's not going to go, all right, I'm the goat because I do a bit of dry needling to the director spine AQLs, I mobilize, you know, these areas of the lumbar spine, I do a cheeky glute release. And that that's what makes me the man. You're talking, you know, another language to the client. So you meet them at their expectations, hopefully over deliver like we always talk about. And the, the method in which you get there is not particularly relevant to the client unless they're particularly interested because they're not there as a health professional. They're there as a client with back pain who wants you to solve their problem for them or at least help push them in the right direction as they said meet them right. or over deliver on their expectation of all right this guy will help me with my back pain yeah and like i'm sure mina wants to jump in here but i just wanted like harp on that that bit bit further there is a common theme especially in chiropractic we love being chiropractors and we love chiropractic <laughs> and everyone needs to remember and this goes for any profession that the only other people that give a shit about it are other people in the profession the only people who give a shit about chiropractic are chiropractors. The only people who give a shit about physio or physiotherapists. The only people who give a shit about myo or myotherapists. And I'll say it for Dan because he's not on this morning. The only one who gives a shit about osteopaths and osteopathic doctors, right? Like, yeah. your crew are the only one who gives a shit. Yeah. The customer I, I just, the client doesn't care. 
I, I just can't understand why people invest. It's a lot of time to invest on social, bagging people out. You know, if you just spent that time putting, you know, everyone's going to have different methods. You know, there's all different types of research from osteophysio to chiro to mild to remedial. Um, but the, proper, the the most important thing is do the right thing by your client, making sure you're assessing, you're doing everything that's right. But then to come on Instagram and socials and just bag out other health practitioners, um, it's not supportive. It's not doing anything great for anyone. And it's just, it, it's a bit of a shit show online, man. Like it, it's, it's I don't know. No, it's not, not my cup of tea. Damn, I have my hand oh, up. I'm jumping, I'm jumping in ahead of Ben. Oh, yeah, food. not a mouthful of rice. <laughs> coming in. But, but not fair. And I think, like, man, this is something I think people really need to be aware, right? Like, we're having this discussion. We're talking about the words controversial. And let's be honest here. Like, you want to talk controversial, let's talk about, like, did Jeffrey Epstein hang himself in his cell? That's a controversy, right? I don't know if we're allowed to put this up anymore because I've said that word, but um, controversy over like hands-on versus hands-off therapy is not a controversy, right? It's more of a like a particular style of practice. So I think as practitioners, we all should sit down and behave yourselves a little bit before we uh, feign like there's the next world war coming through because of these things. But I mean, I think we're just so intimately aware of it because we're in these realms online, right? Like, for most patients, for most clients, as we just said, they're going to have no idea about these battles. And when we look at these things, you know, if you're a health practitioner and you're seeing people call people out or people say this about that, there's probably a lens, and I think that's the thing we should talk about, that you need to evaluate things. And this comes the same with anything, yeah. that if you're going to add something new to your practice, you need to evaluate on various ideas. If you want to read some research and see how that applies to your practice, you need to evaluate it. And, you know, when it comes to people slagging people off online we need to ask ourselves simple questions right like what's their motive are they doing it truly because they believe there's a problem there's a danger is it just because they don't agree are they trying to get you are they trying to sell you something on the back end it's like the classic like this guy's doing bullshit you should buy my shoulder course you should do my thing like (laughs) is there a do they have a secondary motive to making this person wrong to make themselves better right classic marketing or (laughs) Like when it comes down, like I want to be polite. I'm like, is there a legit reason, right? Like, you know, if this was done well, if we actually had to do things properly, um, it would be a simple matter of just, hey, I'm going to say if someone, Ben, you're doing something I don't like, I'm going to reach out to you and be like, hey, Ben, if we're local, hey, let's catch up and have a chat because, listen, I do something differently and I'd love to have a discussion around you why you do that so I can better understand it, maybe offer you an alternative point of view as to why perhaps you could do things better. Now, that would be great. Most of us don't live in the same area. And even, so even if you're international, maybe it's like, hey, can we jump on a call so we can have an actual discussion? The problem is in social media, we're using text format largely, even when people are talking, right? They're talking in sound bites, which has no context. And we can all admit, we were talking about laughing about this before we started recording this morning, that when it comes to online, phone, or any of those kind of contexts, you are you become a raving lunatic, right? Like, mm. Ben and I, if we were sitting down, having a discussion, does it, like, you're going to have a discussion. We may not disagree. We may not agree on everything. We may get a little fiery, but life's probably going to be fine, right? But, like, in all honesty, I'm going to look at Nathan. He's intimidating yeah. as fuck. He's got a big beard. He'll just snap me in one go. So I'm, I'm not going to take on someone like that. <laughs> to put a, put aside the physicality part, but you're yeah, right. But like it's, it's, Humans again, don't. It's, it's, 
yeah. do that normally, especially yeah. health professionals yeah. who are meant to be introverted, quiet. Yeah. Like it's like you ain't gonna say it to my face. Don't say it at all. Yeah, but th- I mean, listen, there is definitely a physicality thing. Like for years, you had to deal with the fact that if you smouthed off at someone, they may choose to punch you in the face. Now, yeah. you had to like deal with that risk, and it's an appropriate thing. Like it feels like a generation has forgotten what it feels like to be punched in the face, and it's you know it's not fun. So. But I mean, we were laughing about this before, like you're on the phone because you're like, you've been overcharged for your water bill or something, right? And you're on the phone, you finally get through. So already the waiting's annoyed you. And the person's like, yeah, no, because you did this, we're charging you this. And you go from being like a reasonable human trying to be nice to trying to find where their children are so you can abduct them and hold them at ransom in about three and a half seconds, right? Like something happens online. It just changes us as human beings, right? Like our ability to converse is gone and that reptilian brain is just like you are trying to cut into my tribe it's just murder death like it's just like stab 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 and this is where we're probably seeing this issue and so like at this stage i would like to say i have just this bounty of knowledge to offer people on how to you know deal with it but i think it comes down to two fundamental principles and i'll be interesting to see what you have to say there ben but one being self-reflective like you said, realizing when perhaps you've been the online bully, where you're egging it on, where perhaps you're asking for it. Like, did you intentionally bait someone to come after you? Because I feel like we've all done that before. Right? And going, why you, you know, introspection, why am I so mad about this? How do I deal with that? And number two, you know, with the, if someone's coming at you, like, what's that communication like? Are they open to that conversation? You know, if someone calls you out, you know, I had someone comment on something this morning with the symbol word quackery. Um, just Why? a standard Monday out in the Cairo world because I don't know. Why would you want to do that? Bored. Um, but I'm just like, I was like, well, there's ones where I'm like, I used to message people, but hey, man, interesting. I'd, I'd love to have a discussion around it. And then I realized people don't actually have the discussion. So, but if you are one of those people who wants to hero it up, like, why not have a discussion? Like, why are we so afraid in society right now to have the discussion? Why are we so afraid to be wrong? What have we done that has led people to a point that being perceived as being wrong about something is so detrimental to who you are as a human being rather than just being like, yeah, I got that wrong. Let's um, let's see how we move forward from here. Yeah, well, now we're getting, I guess, systemically looking at you know why people are behaving yeah. the way they're behaving. And I can transparently say that the more stressed I am, the more angry I get, the more likely I am to, to lash out and say, have an emotional response to something. So I, I got the awareness to understand where I'm at personality wise and emotionally to go, well, I only want to engage in things like that when I'm angry. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and people need to understand that, you know, once you put shit online and once you you know, first impressions last. If that's the first time someone's coming across some content or communication from you, they're going to, if you've put something out that's negative and it's bullying or whatever it may be, then it's going to be seen in that light. And that's the perception people are going to have. Like I even have clients come through go, Oh, I saw you and that guy having to go at it online. And it was fucking entertaining. Of course it's entertaining, but like, is that sending me backwards? Or is that sending me forwards? Like do my clients really want to see their, health professional engaging in like unprofessional behavior online, especially through a business sort of profile. Like it's very easy, as you said, to get caught up in the heat of it, but like all things you get caught up in an argument with your spouse or your whatever. And then you end up saying shit 
that you usually wouldn't say you do things that you usually wouldn't do it's not until afterwards and retrospectively you're like oh maybe i shouldn't have done that so this yeah. comes down to like you mentioned uh, motive behind uh why someone is saying the things that they're saying um you know are they doing it for as you said to promote their business to promote themselves to social signal to status signal to make them look better than the others like whatever it may be but you know like we mentioned if it's not <clears throat> and this comes in again to a very personal thing i believe that you know if you are making these comments that you should first off always you know go to the person and approach them personally like i remember andrew Locke was a gentleman years ago he'd be like he he wouldn't comment on anything i said he saw all the things that i did i treat his daughter whatever it may be and he messaged me saying look I saw you say this about this. Um, I can't remember what it was about, but, you know, let me offer you a couple of um, points and some of my uh, opinions on this sort of stuff. And he sort of opened my eyes to it. Like he didn't come off as a, you know, like, fuck you, you're saying the wrong things and it completely opposes what I think. But he went, he personally messaged me and we had a conversation about it because more often than not, you're going to have a lot of similarities with these people, especially if you're might be outspoken or you're sort of work getting a name for yourself, that sort of thing. Because these other people who are outspoken, as they said, they believe that they're right and you believe that you're right. Like there's a lot of similarities that you have with these people. And end of the day, you're actually probably going to get along, along pretty well with most of them, even though you might have opposing uh, values and ideas. I listened to a good thing by Mark Moss. This is on his Bitcoin economic podcast, but he goes, yeah. too many people are uh, identifying themselves uh, like as groups versus identifying yeah. themselves as, on values. So like this is the gender politics, this is the race politics and all these sort of things. Just just because I am from where you're from doesn't mean I agree with what you think and what you say. I think you're better off aligning with people who are aligned on your values. doesn't matter where you're from, what race you are, what gender you are, whatever it may be. But I think there needs to be a real shift towards aligning on values, not identity politics and whatever it may be. So for those guys out there who are promoting, I guess, in my opinion, it's a bit hateful. It's a bit of a bully ostracizing people and calling them out. Like you got to understand that the impact of this might have not only on them, but their business. Cause a lot of these people have, you know, businesses and, you know, and if you are like talking shit about someone's profession, you got to understand that work is a huge part of someone's life. So you got to understand the effects that that might have on someone's life, their profession, self-esteem, you know, and it goes further than that economically and whatever else. So, Yeah, 100%, right? Like, I think we need to be more intimately aware. No, but fair, right? Like, these days with, you know, online bullying is a massive thing, right? And these these call-outs are in essence It's actually bullying. It is bullying. Now, I can understand that the person doing in cases may feel that they're not actually bullying. They're calling out someone doing something, you know, they somehow feel is a grievous misuse of power or whatever it is, right? Sure. But like you said, there are humane and valuable ways to do this where you could reach out like Andrew did, right? Um, I thought he was a great bloke after that. Yeah. May I offer you an opposite opinion? If we look at the fundamentals of influence communication, you don't improve someone's ideas by making them wrong. The fundamental concept to help someone see a different light is to acknowledge their views and then ask permission to offer an, offer an alternative. We're like, yeah, and would you mind if I give you a possibly an alternative view or if I explain something else to you? 
And once you've given permission, you can then be like, listen, I see how you would do that. Have you considered this and this? Because oh, this is what I've seen, right? You're then opening a dialogue that's professional, that actually is looking for growth from both people. And then as the other person, you have to be open to the idea that that person may be able to do the same for you. You go, oh, yeah. Well, you open to giving me permission to have a discussion around that for you. And perhaps they will change your mind around it because most people aren't where they are now because they started that way, right? There was obviously people that guided them down that pathway. So that's an appropriate way to do it. Whereas just all that's really happening with most of these call-outs, right, is the same people that are already in their tribal camp are just circle jerking in the comment section and then it goes back and forth from the other, but like your crew are then having a run back at his crew, his crew are having a run back at your crew. And it's actually creating nothing but negativity yeah. to more people rather than moving anything forward. And so it's like you said, right? Like, you know, as human beings, especially as professionals, we want to be that. And I know for a while I ran like a Thursday rant on my professional, like against my other Instagram. And I did my best to make it comical to just call out general concepts but even after a while one of the main things i stopped is i started being the rant guy like i i, I looked for negativity i surround my and like you don't really want to be the guy that's known for just being negative all the time right like as our listeners will know i can rant for the best and when i need to and when it feels valuable but making that your identity it's the same as like making for me chiropractic my identity no it's my job and i love it but it's still my job. It's not who I as a human am, right? Like you're, you are a, you work as a physiotherapist. You're not a physiotherapist, right? It's not who, what makes you a human being. And if you can't separate those things in your life, like we're going to have a bad time. And I know we're getting very metaphorical right now, but with a lot of this, that's where I think it needs to come back to. Like when you press send, you know, when you press play, when you do these things, are you moving humanity forward or backwards? And have you exhausted the other options before you've decided to go down this pathway? Because do I think there is probably a time and place for call-outs? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I sense. think they're being used that way? Rarely. Mm. Right. Perfect place, place to finish on. A lot to think about metaphorically, metaphysically, sort of yeah. inward searching and saying, you know, before you hit that send button, before you comment on something, this is advice I take for myself as well. It's just like... Yeah. Does that need to go out? And what am I what am I trying to achieve by doing this? Am I just gonna have a hateful comment and think about, you know, let's have a celebrity boxing fight with this guy, or you know, <laughs> should I be putting my time and effort into something productive, like I don't know, making more money, yeah. learning and becoming more money, taking care of more people, like serving the people investing, we look after, right? Investing in crypto, you yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> You should spend more time with the family, right? There's yeah. more, there's better ways to spend better things. Is so it. it makes you a cynical on that, and bitter person, to be honest. So yeah, and that's not what we want to be. So on that high note, let's finish up there. If you've got something from today, please, as always, share it. You can call us out on this one by all means. Tag us in and share it. Uh, we appreciate it because it helps more people get in the conversation. And you know what? If you are listening, any one of those people who maybe disagrees with us, please reach out. I'd love to have a conversation. We'd love to have you on to have that proper conversation because I think that would be do. valuable for everyone, right? So here to chat anytime. As always, if you are enjoying, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe because it really does help get that message out. As always, guys. until next week. Cheers.